Welcome back, everybody, to Quid Prog Quo, the podcast where I subject my friends and loved ones to progressive rock music. Very glad that you can join us today. I have a very special guest by the name of Megan. Megan and I go back a number of years, uh, starting working together at a nonprofit that looks at libraries. Uh, we love to chat and uh, have uh, a lot to say about each other's music. Um, so yeah, thank you for coming back and uh, checking out my little podcast that I started. Let's dive in and find out what we think about each other's artists. All right, are we feeling good? Do we want to get into uh, it? I, I guess we got we better do this before <laughs> I back out. <laughs> <laughs> before you um, so I am super stoked to have you on for today. And uh, do you want to introduce yourself and how you know me? Um, hi, everyone. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is going to be so bad. I'm Megan and I know Michael through work. Well, he used to work at my company that I'm at now. I don't know. Am I allowed to say where I work? Uh, only if you want people to know where you work. <laughs> we can say we worked for a nonprofit organization that caters to libraries. Yes, and you can guess which one it is. <laughs> yes. Only a few. So. Yeah, it, it predominantly works for the Ontario population, and I think there's only like three organizations at the moment that caters to that. Maybe four? Like, I, I know I, I did, when I was still there, a giant... Um, research project where I looked at all the different organizations a library professional could join. And in Canada, there was just under about a hundred. Mm. Um, and if you included things that were related, but not directly tied to the library stream, I think it was like 150. Interesting. Like nonprofit organizations that you could join for like a professional organization to represent you. Um, well, anyways, Michael was my desk mate, I guess. There was, yeah. a, there was something dividing us, but we were like desk buddies. We were desk buddies, yeah. <laughs> and I probably bugged him way too much trying you to avoid never responsibility. Did. <laughs> you like, never bugged me. Oh, boy. That's how uh, me and Michael know each other. Yes, yes. Um, and you kind of know how this is going to work, you know, and around. Um, you might want to explain it to me again because I got your uh, text about it and I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> what does this mean? Yeah. <laughs> so we're, we're in part one right now, which is just kind of a hangout session where we just kind of hang out, shoot the breeze. Um, I'll introduce, okay. I'll at least by name, introduce you to the band and album I want you to listen to. Uh, and then you'll introduce me by name your album and we'll talk a little bit about what what's cool about them a little bit of like a synopsis but not really going too far in depth because we want to go in as fresh as possible uh then we end the call and go and listen to the album that each other has recommended for mm -hmm. once both of us have listened to the album we jump back onto the call and we talk about what we just listened to and experienced <laughs> i am super nervous i legit 
if you can't tell by now, I have very high anxiety. And this <laughs> is causing it to uh, escalate right now. Well, this is yes, good. This is this is a good thing for, for me to talk about with my band because I was racking my brain over a great introduction because I know I've subjected you to like a song here and there for yeah. progressive rock. Um, but one this we, one... Like, at yeah. Saturday, we were in the office mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was just a progressive rock jam out. Yeah, yep. That was like years ago. <laughs> years and years ago. Uh, so I'm trying to keep as like for these first dozen or so episodes i want to keep it to the basics and like what made progressive rock progressive rock in the 70s mm-hmm. so this is a band called renaissance and okay. i think they're a good entry point for you because they're mellow they're very kind of hippy dippy in approach okay. um i mean they started in the late late 60s but they really claimed they really grew momentum and this is kind of their first big hit with uh, the album ashes are burning so it came out in like 1973 okay. um it's it's a cross between like um classical music like bach and um brahms and uh, beethoven uh, but yeah. in like a folk um hippie uh psychedelic commune right so okay that's great <laughs> so i you figured I, yeah i had a feeling you're gonna put me into folk because that was what we listened to i think that one saturday it was just felt like i was going on a D adventure that you're <laughs> making me listen to so and that's all i remember from it i don't even know what the band name was or anything and that's all i have from my understanding of progressive rock it's okay. just this adventure music we <laughs> listen to so this will fit very nicely into that that uh, paradigm. Um, so I'm pretty excited to hear what you what you think about this. Um, okay. And uh, what are you subjecting me to? Okay, so this was a very hard choice. As I just said, I have very high anxiety, so I was very oh. anxious on the perfect pick for you. Oh man! And originally, I was like, I should mess with him and choose ABBA because I know he hates ABBA and I don't understand why but I was like no no I should take this seriously maybe next time if he asks me to be on again I'll do ABBA but like I'm gonna do something different and I was going so yesterday I panicked I was like I don't know what to give him so I went through all the albums that I like to listen to throughout Mm-hmm. And I was like, meh, I'm not in the mood for this. Meh, I don't really like this much right now. Meh, meh, meh. And then I was like, okay, maybe I'll do the album I always recommend, which is Arcade Fire to the Suburbs. But I know you also you love Arcade Fire. We bonded over that. I do, um, yeah. So I, was, so I was like, nah. So then I was thinking, and I was like, okay, we're going to do it. I don't know if I want to do this one, but we're going to do it. Because yeah. this has been my latest obsession for the last uh, two weeks. And it's, <clears throat> sorry, I got to clear my throat. Jarina DeMarco and her EP, which is, uh, I apologize if I say this wrong, Malcriata. Malcriata. Okay. That sounds awesome. Uh, you're going to have to spell that to me or send me a link to Spotify. Yes, and you're going to have to send me the recommendation. Do you want me to explain why I am currently obsessed with this? I really do, yes. Okay. So, um, Earlier this summer, springish, the show Vita, which I highly recommend, just came to an end. Like they only, it was their last season. It was the series finale. So in a 
and it's so good. And you know, when you're like slightly depressed that something so good is over, like yeah. I was in that. So I went on shop Spotify and I was just listening to their, uh, uh, soundtrack to the whole series. And every time a, like, I love all the songs cause it's, um, but whenever her music came on, I always like hearted it. And then I was just like, I just need to know who this chick is. Like, I just want to know. And then I just became obsessed. And it's oh. been nonstop every day I've been listening to her. Okay. So. What, uh, can I ask what kind of music it is? Or are you just going to throw me in blindly? Either way is perfect fine. Um, I'll throw you in. No, I won't do that to you. It's sort of like, hmm, how do I explain it? It's pop, hip hop, more pop, I think. But mm-hmm. it's like multi-ethnic, like oh, okay. That's all I'll explain to you, unless we're supposed to talk about who they are next, right? Uh, yeah, we can get into that a little bit next if you. But we can also like I'm still kind of working on the formula of this, so okay. it could be whatever. Like obviously, my band is like Wonder Bread and Mayonnaise White. So oh, like, she's not. So. <laughs> yeah, mine is like Have fun. <laughs> most progressive rock outside of like the one band is very white. Oh, well, this <laughs> is going to be an interesting episode though because yeah. the, it's her music is like it's 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 like I said, multi ethnic, and it's I don't want to I want to sort of not shock you. Okay, I mean not okay. not like spoil it, but um. I will give you this. The EP is only 18 minutes long. So I've given you additional readings. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) Yes. You're going to need it um, because maybe she doesn't speak English for all her songs. So, dun dun dun. So, okay. Uh, Mm -hmm. So, I'll I'll definitely listen to this album more than once because my album is uh, about 41 minutes. So okay. I think I can listen to yours twice. So I'll, I'll get, I'll get a good two swings at it. Mm-hmm. That'll be good. All right. Um, so we'll go off into our separate rooms and uh, listen to each other's albums and reconvene and talk about our experiences on each. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to slide back here at the halfway mark and uh, do a little ad read. Uh, thank all my sponsors and still don't have any sponsors. So I'm just going to uh, thank those that have donated along the way. And if you want to donate, it's uh, Patreon slash notes reviews. I have it all on my YouTube videos. Um, and there's also the uh, one-time donation. If you want to make a one-time donation, that's at uh, PayPal me slash notes reviews or something along those lines. Um, but I want to give some shout outs to those individuals who have been helping me out throughout the entire run. Uh, and this goes way back to when I first started on YouTube. Uh, and the first person I want to thank is Aiden Gurrer. I believe that's how you pronounce his name. This was way back when he had me live stream Permanent Waves as well as OK Computer. Uh, really, really thank you. Uh, really from the bottom of my heart. And I also really want to thank Chris H. Uh, Chris H actually donated enough for a worst to best. So I've been working on that actually for about a year now because it was of a band that I've only known one album for and I wanted to get it just right. So I'm really hoping to get that out very, very soon. If it's not out already, just keep your eye on that 
YouTube notification. Uh, you might have a new band's worst to best coming out very soon. Um, but enough about me rambling on like this. Let's go back into the conversation I've been having with Megan, where I listened to her artist that I've already forgotten how to pronounce her name, as well as Megan's take on Renaissance. Let's find out what we thought about these. I am nervous about this part because I don't know how to talk about music. Oh, you'll be fine. Like, that's kind of one of the main reasons why I started this, so I can get people who don't normally talk about music to talk about music. So what did you think about Renaissance? Let's, let's start with that. I usually like to start with that. Um, I enjoyed it. I like, okay. yeah, it's not far off from, um, so the type of music I listen to, I pretty much listen to anything minus country and like hardcore screamo. Um, mm-hmm. but I like to say my main type is like indie rock, indie pop. Mm-hmm. So this album sort of reminded me of this is more in classical rock. And it reminded me of, um, my dad's car always had the classic rock station on and you never changed it. Yep. Like yep, yep. even when I drive it today, um, I, in that car, I just feel like I have to listen to the classic rock station. Right. And I got that vibe from this album. I got a lot of like, I don't know if Fleetwood Mac is the right reference to say. Okay. But, yeah. 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 But also I had a like, how high were they when they created this They were album? probably pretty high, yeah. There was a couple songs. I don't know which song was. There was a song where I was like, they had to be high on this to write it. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> but I really enjoyed, I enjoyed the melodies, if that's what it is, the music. Mm-hmm. Um, my other comments, I wrote, I wrote comments down. Oh, because, good. Well, I started, I started to, and then I got distracted. Dropped but off, yeah. For the first song. I thought, like, ugh, I have a love-hate relationship for songs longer than four minutes. Okay. So, like, this album is six songs. The first two, the first one's, like, over nine, and the last one's over 11 minutes. So, mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. and I felt like those, at least for the first song, for sure, I felt it could have been divided into three songs. Oh, okay. A, a musical interlude. Yeah, because yep. the scene didn't start until the three-minute mark, so they could have yep. just done a musical interlude, and it's marks in that song. Also, I just <laughs> I like jolted. I was like, oh, the music is changing. What ha- what's happening? Now? Going somewhere new. I had cult, 70s cults vibes from that. Like, <laughs> I'm in a white room. I am <laughs> in a theater. <laughs> I am high on psychedelics. Yep, yep, yep. Well, that's why I say it, like hippy dippy, like straight up cult. <laughs> like, yeah. I am worshiping this man who proclaims he is Jesus Christ, <laughs> but not Jesus, a different type of God. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. I'm doing yoga yep, 24-7. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> I don't know, that song, just the, something about it. Maybe it's, it talks was about that, like... Yeah, was that either like On the Frontier or Carpet of the Sun? Because I know both of those get pretty... 
Carpet of the Sun for sure. Oh, maybe even On the Frontier as well was when I got a little bit of vibes from it. Yeah, because that's kind of like slowly indoctrinating you into the cult. And then like by Carpet of the Sun, it's like full force. I'm in it. I am well invested. Yeah, that's when like the Grand Wizard comes out and you're like, oh, yeah, no, I'm totally in the cult now. (laughs) Feel the sunshine warmth around you. Sounds so far away. Music of the love that found you. The seed that you plant today. Tomorrow will be a tree. my money for whatever cause this Jesus guy is uh, proclaiming Mm -hmm, (laughs) I'm mm -hmm. in it Um, (laughs) and then my other question for you was is at the harbor is that based off a true story because it felt like it was I'm not sure like that's the thing that I love about Prague is like a lot of the songs tell a legitimate story and like Mm -hmm. sometimes it's true and sometimes it's not um and so i haven't done any research about at the harbor um let me just it just it, when i was like listening to it and i had i for all the songs they put the lyrics up just because sometimes most of the time with music i i guess what they're saying so for this one i actually i was taking this seriously michael and i mm-hmm. was like okay i'm gonna read the lyrics and this one read like a story like there was something ha- like a story about like a guys went out to sea and they just didn't come back or yeah. whatever like i wouldn't be surprised either way because they're they are they do tell a lot of stories um yeah. like and my f- favorite album from them is sherazade and other stories where they literally take one side of the album and tell the tale of sherazade so mm-hmm. yeah are they because they're from the uk are, yeah is there a specific area in the uk or oh you know what you're asking me all the good I, questions i was with that song i was like oh they're like on the coast of ireland scotland i don't know one of the coast city like area countries and they're just the the, the i don't know fishermen yeah, and, they say it's english progressive rock so oh, okay. i'm guessing so. like england yeah, wow. London, London, United Kingdom. Okay, never mind. Then they're very much so white. <laughs> like I said, Wonder Bread and Mayonnaise. <laughs> yeah. Also, are they a couple? Like um, the I don't know if they're a couple, but I do know that the, the two are very connected. Like when they tour, it's kind of a tag team. He usually introduces each of the songs and talks about it. And then she's usually the one that is the forefront singer, which is... I have, I mean, this was back in the 70s, right? So it was very prominent where a, a woman would generally sing a lot of the man's songs, right? Like, I don't think she yeah. did too much the writing. So, but oh. I, I did enjoy the fact that I think out of all the progressive rock bands from that era, they were one of the only ones to have a female member uh, and a woman kind of actually singing the songs and the tracks. Yeah, at first I was like, is this a guy? I had to verify because I was like, this is very high pitch. I'm like, I couldn't tell because, I don't know, some, sometimes guys sound like girls when they sing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to like, I made sure I was like, okay, this is actually this band. I should probably know this for this podcast. Yeah. And then I, I saw the image and it was clearly a female. Yes, she does most of the singing. Uh, the guy comes in every once in a while to do some harmonies and some backups, but yeah, she's mm-hmm. generally the, the forefront. 
which I appreciated. I think that's where I got my Fleetwood Mac vibes with the Steve, the Stevie Nicks era mm-hmm. of Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, I really, I did enjoy this. I thought it, like, it's raining today for those mm-hmm. who know visually what it's like out today. It's raining in Toronto and just sitting here and also laying down at some points because my back was hurting. Oh. Um, <laughs> I was listening to this album. It, it felt very therapeutic. Like I could mm. myself listening to it like while good. cleaning. Like it's good. I thought it was good background music, yes. which is what I find um, when I listen to classic rock or some indie rock bands, I enjoy listening to them in the background. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Oh, that's good. Was there any track in particular that really stood out? Because generally they say the title track, Ashes Are Burning, is kind of like the big track. And I know when they do this live, they actually stretch that track into like 20 minutes, 24 oh, minutes Oh, God. Sometimes. I don't think that's, that, that's not my, <laughs> that's, no, I don't want to say it's not, it's my hell because like I could probably tolerate it, but I would be the one that'd be like, I got to pee in the concert. <laughs> like, I got to go. I got, I got places to go, people to yeah. see. Yeah, Ashes are burning. I can see why that one. I did enjoy that one. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Like, I was was a little legit. Like, I always try to pick an album that I think people are going to enjoy. Like, I've never given an album to anybody that I'm like, oh, they're going to hate this. Okay, I was afraid I was going to hate it because I thought, I really did think it was going to be one of those, the one we listened to. I legit thought this was going to be, you were going to give me some weird shit. Sorry for swearing. It's okay. But this seems like very tame. Like something like I'm, Mm -hmm. like, it's just an off branch of what I grew up listening to. Yeah, yeah. It's very of its time, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that early 70s rock. They just happened to incorporate classical techniques, like classical music and yeah. longer stretches of songs. We can move <laughs> on. We can move on to um Jarina De Marco and yeah. uh, Mala. Oh my gosh, what's the album name? I feel I feel bad that I probably did not pronounce it right at the intro. Oh, that's okay. I could not Mal- like I've got <laughs> I've got this Piata. Yeah, I've got this ongoing um meme within myself where i can't pronounce a single thing so like when i saw this name i'm like oh boy (laughs) i am glad that wasn't me that had to say that i know legit before we started recording i legit kept repeating the album cover i mean the album name because i'm like i'm gonna f this up so badly (laughs) and i probably did and i apologize yeah Um, i I think it's pronounced malcriata but i think you're right i think you got it yeah I don't know. I know I stuttered. So, so anyways, what did your what are your thoughts? So I I actually like it's very different and definitely very different from what I normally listen to. But it's it's very good. Like I okay, will come I, out and I will say I I thoroughly enjoyed it. You are also do the listeners know that you list, love our lover of Taylor Swift. He bonded <laughs> over Carly Rae Jepsen. I'm sorry if I bring your street cred down (laughs) facts about Michael that we the listeners need to know oh geez you're bringing out the receipts I've been trying to hide (laughs) (laughs) so I brought out this song I brought her out um her out because I thought okay she's not too far off Mm -hmm. 
I've also been listening to, and again, this is a receipt that I'm going to hide after this podcast, <laughs> but I've been listening to the Birds of Prey uh, or the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn soundtrack. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so a lot of those tracks felt like they could have been from this album. Uh, you know, the uh, boss bitch what, who sings that in the yeah song? yeah uh, it's like I'm a boss I'm a bitch uh, oh she's so popular right now why can't I get her name Daja Cat yeah yeah so like I, I love a lot of those like Smile from Manzi Peters and mm-hmm. Lonely Gun from Sin I've, I've just been devouring those tracks ever since the movie came out so like all winter and into the spring I've been listening to those so luckily I didn't have a far reach for this one. Like it wasn't quite out of left field for me. Um, there were definitely some songs that I loved more. Uh, mm-hmm. Cause I gave this album two listens uh, just yep. because of the wrong time. Um, <laughs> yeah. So short, so short. <laughs> it, it is, but I, I, I'm glad that I did because normally when I listen to an album, I'll listen to the music first and then go back and listen to the context and the words and the lyrics and what it all means. But it's but. half in Spanish or Puerto Rican or whatever. It and is. He knows four languages. So. Yeah. So it bounces off quite a bit of all those different ones. So I did read up on the uh, additional readings that you gave me. Yeah, I thought they would help. They, I did that yes. this morning because for this morning, I legit did not know the translations of when she speaks anything other than English. I mm-hmm. just love the beat and I just yeah it just it brought joy to me for some strange reason yeah yeah like this was something i wrote down right after or actually during my first listen uh probably right after bilingual um i said this is great for working out for running or exercising to get yourself pumped up and to like pump up the jam but i don't think i could work while listening to this album i don't think i could sit down and read a book while listening to this album because it it demands your attention. It like grabs you and you're like, no, 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 you're focused. All, all eyes here. All yeah. eyes here. I, I work to it. So that's very strange. Interesting. I think mm-hmm. for me, it's the, and this was something that I actually read uh, use, uh, as I was doing some of that research. Um, it's got the Dominican rhythms with the Brazilian harmonies. Mm-hmm. And that was something that I really, really liked. I loved the the prominent beat. Um, and even in the second track of Face, they have this escalating and descending scales within the rhythm, like the main rhythm section. Mm-hmm. And it keeps the ear engaged while it also flowers the rest of the track. A lot of times with this, like on Tigre, I think that's how you pronounce it, the first track. Um, yeah, which I, 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 I can't, I can't, <laughs> can't comment. I, My dad's first language is Spanish and no ability here. I, <laughs> like, I can pick up some words when they like start and stop speaking in Spanish when he has conversation with my grandmother, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know the pronunciation of that. Sorry. Oh, geez. It's okay. Um, I, I loved um, the actual story and like the, the theme and what the song is about. Um, but kind of blending those 
over like the rhythm is very prominent and it's very um singular like it's just the usual like boom 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 kind of thing and this was something that one of my friends that despises popular music is like i gotta have my boom boom booms (laughs) kind of making fun of everybody that loves i don't necessarily agree to that because i think that there's something inherently uh, beautiful and we as humans connect with just within mm-hmm. that very prominent rhythm. Uh, but he would despise that song. Um, but well, blended with that is like those rich and deep harmonies of the vocal work. And that's one thing that I loved about this artist is how culturally and um, current, currently aware she is. Mm-hmm. That is something that like progressive rock, even now, is as far away as you could possibly get to being. Mainly yeah. because it's a whole bunch of cis white dudes, mostly in their 40s. Mm-hmm. So yeah. any it's kind like- of cultural awareness or um, any kind of like cause or bigger issue, they're like, no, we want to sing about wizards and <laughs> grand epic tales and like sci-fi space adventures. Yeah, I I find Jarena's music. It's bold. It's empowerment. It mm-hmm. it punches the causes she want wants that she is um uh trying to like. She just throws her beliefs at your face and like, hey, this is what's going on. This is why it's important. Yeah, yeah. Go and do I think more research on it. Exactly. Like I think even though musically and also thematically, my favorite album or track off of this album was identity crisis yes um i love the music the music was gorgeous um i love the synthesizers that are on it like all the the um synthesized music that's going on there especially following up because i always look at an album as a a single piece of art with distinct chapters on it instead of just like a collection of singles um Mm -hmm. So like bilingual, which is essentially the voice is the main musical instrument and it's the main thing that's being manipulated to create all the different sounds. Blending right into Identity Crisis, which has these, it's almost like a symphony of sound within the synthesizers. That's fun to say. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I also love the, the actual messaging and the point of the song, which is all about... Um, people of different skin tones that identify as being a person of color, uh, the lighter the skin, the more privilege you get out of that. Yeah. Color and color. you know how, and this was something that I read because I, I was an idiot and I read some of the comment sections of these videos and mm-hmm. oh boy, <laughs> oh boy. Um, but like a lot of people were saying, how can she call herself a Latina when she is very obviously white? And I'm just mm-hmm. like, even I knew she came from a Dominican and a Brazilian background, and I did less than a minute's worth of research on that. Yeah, and I guess um, for listeners, we are both white um, mm-hmm. cis. Yeah. I, well, I'm a white cis straight female. Michael can speak on to his. Um, <laughs> I mean, pretty uh, much the same, just not a female. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. I don't like talking about this and you can include this in your podcast or not, but my dad is, um, was born in Argentina. His father is from Lebanon. So, and he moved to Canada when he was four, 
but and he clearly has a much darker skin tone from Mm -hmm. me i am pale like it's summer right now and i am like white as a vampire like yeah the the beacons of gondor have been lit yes yes. (laughs) gondor cause (laughs) parade like and like uh it's, it's one of those things I cannot relate to what Jarena or even what my dad probably go- went through growing up because I am very white passing like mm-hmm. but I I really enjoyed this song just to put myself in their shoes or her shoes and just understand okay this is a bigger issue but I will bring I will lift them up in any way I can. Of course, yeah. I don't know if that makes sense, what I'm trying to say. No, it totally makes sense. Like, that's something that I I wanted to bring to the forefront was was exactly that, of just like, hey, this is an issue. Like, this is something that's going on. Let's not just skirt it under the rug, which is what we've been doing since the, like, 1800s. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. So I love the identity crisis, love the music, love the messaging. The only other one that I love the messaging about, like I, I, I enjoyed all the other ones. Like I loved how bilingual was a really good, um, like a different take on the breakup song. I also watched the music videos for any of these songs and I love the music video for bilingual. They're, they're so colorful and fun. Like. So great. Like that's, I love anything that uses an abundance of primary colors. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very bright, and this whole thing was a, a lot about butts. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of butts. That was good. Um, I also liked the first track with uh, Tigre, and I'm sure this wasn't uh, an accident or just a a random thing that happened with the translation. But I liked how it was like Tigre asshole. Um, yeah, because that's what uh, in her culture or in the Dominican Republic, I guess. Tigre translates to like it's like slang Dominican slang for like hustler a shark a troublemaker yeah to her it was fuck boy (laughs) yeah exactly and so when it's just like oh Tigre asshole it's just like you can hear the audible eye rolls of like oh here comes this boy yeah trying to get me to look at him so he's catcalling me and like Mm -hmm. so I liked how she basically just called him out on his actions yeah. for the song that was that was just like french kisses just mwah, mwah. i she is someone who like in my head i wish i could be like someone who just calls out shit for <laughs> well for you do just shit. not not to their faces no in my head i do <laughs> in I'm your like, head you definitely you. <laughs> do yeah because i remember you would come in fuming to the office every once in a while like oh megan you got you got a tasty Magnet. treat for oh, me okay. Angry Megan is a sight to see. Oh, it she's my favorite only Megan. Once in a blue moon, there's a handful of people who have survived Angry <laughs> Megan. Michael can tell a tale. So good. <laughs> yes. But like, I just I feel like like I think that's why I love it so much. It's, it's empowering. It's what I need right now during quarantine because I like I'm we're stuck inside and I just need something just to get out of my head. And I yeah. feel like this. Yeah. And I think that's why I've been listening to Birds of Prey as well as like, I'll probably include this in my roundup of like songs I need whenever I need to feel like, hey, I've got this, you go get them champ kind of thing. So yeah, yeah I'm really hoping that 
she actually releases a full length album because that's generally how I listen to music is through full length albums. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I had a I had a great time with this one. Oh, I'm glad. I I was like, this is gonna get. I was like, I was gonna send you like something moody, something like like pop rock sort of indie pop and. But in my head, I was like, this is not me right now. Right now, what I'm do- listening to is hardcore pop, EDM, whatever. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I was like, this is going to be a risk. But I think <laughs> I have way, to do it. One way or another, we'll have lots to talk about. Yes, because, yeah. <laughs> Good thing I did the research before this, <laughs> this morning. <laughs> like, we wouldn't have a lot to talk about if I didn't. Well, well, thank you so much for coming on. This was fantastic. Uh, thank you for having me. If you oh, want no me to problem. come, uh, hopefully, I don't know if you are going to have plan on having guests come a second time, but. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I enjoyed this. You, uh, I am, I'm still anxious, but <laughs> I now know what I'm going into if you would like me to come back again. Excellent. I, and maybe I, listeners, we will listen to ABBA and <laughs> <laughs> force Michael to face his fears. I only wrote their fears. (laughs) Face your fears. Face your demons. Oh, boy. I really hope you guys give Jarena DeMarco a chance and listen to her. Also listen to Vita. I mean, not listen. Watch Vita, which is where I um, found this. It's it's so good. One of the things that one of the the music videos said, it's like, Vita led me here. I'm like, ah, okay. Looks like. Yeah. Yeah, and apparently, like, she got, uh, what was the other show? Um, Broad City she was on. Broad City, yeah. Yeah, which, um, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, well, I think we can, we can kind of call it, call it there, and hopefully we'll get you on for another episode in a couple of uh, couple weeks. Well, unless people hate me, then no. we will have you back. <laughs> oh, no, I would have you back 100% if that were the case. <laughs> Thank you, Michael, for having me. It was a okay. blast. So good.